Welcome to Mi'kmaq Matters, a podcast about the Mi'kmaq people and the Halibu First Nation. I'm Glenn Wheeler. Coming to you again this week from York Harbor and Elmastuquake, the Bay of Islands, traditional and unceded Mi'kmaq territory. Well, the current Halibu Council term is winding down. One more meeting in September, and then banned elections a little over a month after that. This council has been somewhat dysfunctional. Council structure includes two vice chiefs, one for Western and one for Central Newfoundland. The two vice chiefs and the chief are supposed to form an inner circle or executive. But the three people in those positions just did not gel. Instead, Chief Brendan Mitchell looked to other councillors for advice, in particular to Cornerbrook Councillor Brian Dix, and to our guest this week, Frank Skeard, Ward Councillor for Glenwood and Halibu's point person on the difficult enrollment issue. I spoke to Frank Skeard about the term that's ending the one about to begin, and the future of Alibu. What is the state of the nation? That's a, that's a very big question because I think that many people would have a different perspective on those types of things. So I guess all I can do is offer the perspective that I have myself as a, as a two-term counselor and, uh, and, and someone that's on a variety of, uh, of Halibu uh, organizations and things of this nature. And, 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 you know, to be, to be fair, uh, it is a very it is a very challenging time. We have uh, situations where uh, you know uh, uh, some people have been successful in their membership, and some people haven't, and some people you know uh, have uh, perceptions that uh, that some got certain benefits and some got don't, and things of this nature. So you know emotions are running high. But at the same time period, I'd, I'd like to focus in on on the on the positives. You know, like. Uh, we have uh, a very good uh, interest in cultural activities. We, uh, you know, we have the long-standing powwow in uh, in, uh, in 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 Flat Bay and in Con River that many uh, many Mi'kmaq uh, people participate in. We've uh, had the second year of one in Grand Falls, uh, and you know these are not necessarily any like say Halloween events or anything of this nature. It's just that I, I think that. The Mi'kmaq people uh, in this area have uh, have have somewhat. Um, I'm trying to find the right word. I wouldn't call it a, 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 there's an awakening, but it's like it's a realization that uh, that uh, uh, being Mi'kmaq is uh, is a very good thing. Uh, uh, demonstrating uh, and openly acknowledging uh, uh, their indigenous roots and things of this nature is a very good thing. So while there are people uh, unhappy and concerned, and many of them, it's uh, uh, I can understand uh, their frustrations and their concerns. At the end of the day, it is uh, in the last three years have been a, a very huge uh, uh, positive nature mm. for for Mi'kmaq uh, people as a whole. Now let, let me ask you about council. There's uh, this term of council is winding down. We'll have. Uh, a meeting in September and then elections in October. So looking back over the last three years, uh, I think anyone who's been at uh, at a few council meetings will will 
it'll be apparent to them that uh, council itself is not the most unified. That um, you know, shall we say, um, not not everyone has been been singing from the same song sheet. People have different points of view, and I think it's fair to say that council hasn't quite gelled. So, what what performance grade would you give council over this uh, past three year term? Well, I guess I, I, I'll, uh, I'll go back to, I've been, uh, this is the second term council that I'm on. The first term council, there were many of the same issues. They just weren't so publicly uh, uh, out there because the meetings, while they were open to the public, were never really advertised. Uh, people didn't know of them. Uh, I think in three years, not one member of the general public participated. So to a large extent, uh, there was issues at uh, in the first three years. It's just that in this current three years, current council have been much more open about when the meetings are, what's on the agenda, things of this nature. So people actually come and, and hear those types of, of, uh, of, uh, of discussion. And I would, I would guess I would kind of say that, like, you know, uh, basically every member of council is extremely passionate about their, uh, about the, their, uh, their award that they represent. Uh, and, uh, and I think that shows to some extent, uh, does, uh, does the passion, uh, come across and maybe even is a little bit of, of, uh, of dissension between council? Yeah, probably. Uh, you know, I guess I, I'm uh, I'm part of that. I'm a, I'm a very vocal, uh, outward uh, person. I, I I speak very very loudly for the for the Glenwood Ward, the Central Region, and uh, and the Halibut Nation as a whole. And uh, and I would say sometimes I'm perceived to be as uh, as unhappy with other councilors. But I just uh, I just you know the you know uh, we're basically a very passionate group, and I think that that may be being perceived as uh, as uh, not being unified. The chief has said that uh, he thinks the enrollment process will continue for um, for years, a, a couple of years, as um, as we deal with the aftermath of the of the Wells uh, uh, decision and whatever comes of the other cases. Do you think that the situation can improve all that much if all these enrollment issues are, are outstanding and the same tensions uh, follow the band into the new term? Well, well, I think that, like uh, as you say, the chief spoke on enrollment, and he's the, the principal spokesperson for those. So I, I want uh, I want uh, offer any comment on that. I can offer comment that uh, that I do firmly believe that uh, that um, uh, if we get similar interest on council in uh, in uh, this October uh, that we've had in the previous terms, I think that uh, that uh, we will have a group of uh, a very uh, as I use, very passionate and uh, and uh, and vocal uh, representatives of the of the individual wards and the and the and the regions and the chief in general. And uh, I think we need to kind of look at it that uh, that uh, when the meetings are over, you know, uh, there or during the breaks or even beforehand, there's. Uh, there's a, there's there's a, a, a you know a very cordial interested uh, group of people and so to a large extent you know yeah okay there's there's probably some uh, team building that could could occur but at the same time period I think that uh, uh, this council has been uh, has been effective in some very trying times so I would answer that wall enrollment as you said probably will continue uh, for a number of uh, a, a period of time. And I think that it will be uh, a, 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 uh, an issue for for the next council, 
I think that uh, that uh, uh, the, the next council will be very engaged in uh, in the governance of uh, of our nation. Now, you, you mentioned uh, uh, the uh, people interested in in running. What what are you hearing about uh, uh, the number of candidates who will come forward? Uh, I think some people were, you know, a bit reluctant to. Uh, to offer themselves up for the the aggravation that uh, Ward Council has had to deal with this past three years. So are you hearing that a lot of people are going to run or are people reluctant? I have have heard on a number of cases, and I will go, rather than what I've heard, I will go what people have expressed directly to me, okay? And that is that there were some a couple of people that were very interested in certain positions that have expressed to me that they're not no longer interested, but it really kind of comes down to be the the the, the very aggressive uh, uh, rumor mongering pretty much uh, from social media and and that's kind of like a sign of the times that we live in you know people uh can get very upset and behind a keyboard sometimes they don't have the same filters that they would have face to face so you know I've, I've learned that myself you know there was at least one individual that was very uh, very rough on me uh, in social media and but when I saw him in a in a face to face setting and it wasn't fake you know the the gentleman uh, shook my hand and uh, thanked me for everything I, I did and he said I don't agree with everything you does but uh, you know it was a very genuine positive interaction even though we didn't agree Hmm. now on social media he didn't have the same filters Hmm. so all i guess i'm saying to people that i speak to is that uh, i tell them of that story and say that's part of the reason why i'm still able to uh, to continue on Hmm. now let let me ask you about the role of war counselor because we have halibut territory is um, you know comprises you know probably half or more of the island of newfoundland and uh the Halibut office in Cornerbrook, some distance from many of uh, the Mi'kmaq communities, and we have also strange arrangements in which uh, Burjo, for example, is part of um, is part of the Flat Bay Ward, and Deer Lake and Sops Armor are in Benoit's Cove. So it's uh, you know they're challenging. And we have the same thing out here. We have Swift Current attached to the the Glenwood Ward. Yes, and so I think it's, it must be very hard for a ward councillor to. Uh, be to represent the ward at council and then be on the ground in the community doing all the the cultural um uh programming and all all the rest of it that uh that um you know must get done so how do you see the the ward councilor working with people outside the 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 band um to build that cultural awareness in in the communities well, well, I guess what I would say, first and foremost, as an uh, elected uh, ward councillor, it's a volunteer position. So, you know, uh, pretty much we all work or uh, or uh, or things like this. We all have families and all that type of thing. So, you uh, when you get into it in the beginning, you kind of almost like uh, figure out how much uh, how much time or energy you can put to this role. And and the more that you can, uh, I think the uh, the better that you you serve your members because it is a boots on the ground type of piece. But in saying so, Halibut in general is set up to pretty much be able to provide all of our services virtually. Okay, so if you call the Halibut office, you would get support in non-insured health benefits, in education, in uh, in things of this nature. We support the, the Halibut Cultural Foundation and uh, and uh, and some of their programs. You know, uh, a program of a certain amount of money that people can apply for for a one-day event or for a multi-day event, things of this nature. 
I think that uh, one of the things that, that I myself will be trying to, to improve going forward is to support the grassroots in these communities, and especially in the communities that are probably a little more isolated from from uh, from the core areas of uh, of the wards, or in particular the West Coast, Cormac area, and things of this nature, so that they that we help build them their capacity in developing uh, projects and initiatives, and then supporting them with uh, with with modest financial contributions, similar to like what we do under the the Cultural Foundation. So you know that could be as simple as helping someone. Uh, understand that the the programs that are out there that they can apply for for a cultural event and and helping them understand what responsibilities they have as a final report and and even if someone has challenges with any of those offer some assistance to those types of things because you know in in central and I suppose throughout our, our, our full territory you know we have concentrations of members and then we have uh, much less concentration of members and and things like this to to be in every individual community is going to be next to impossible as we find with many services in in provinces such as this and 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 you know we we still have a significant significant membership of uh, uh, from outside the province and and so that's that's kind of where the the, the model came from the beginning to offer uh, basically all of our servers virtually and uh, and to uh, and to be able to support uh, uh, organizations that that develop in uh, in other communities. You know? Yeah. So uh, I guess it, the the role of the war counselors is to build the community capacity because if there if someone wants to have an event cultural event in in Swift Current, um, I don't think it's realistic to think that the war counselor is going to be uh, organizing all these community events, so we need uh, people in the communities to be empowered to to do these things. I think that's a fair statement. Now I'm saying so. Of course, the war counselor needs to do as much as he or she can. Uh, but you're right. You know, for for someone that lives several hours away to uh, to organize an event in Swift Current. Uh, but but maybe the point is is maybe you know going forward we organize one or we organize two or or we organize a, an event of how to organize events. You know, what I guess I'm saying is is that I think as a war counselor, we all have gotten very good at representing our wards. Hmm. Uh, I think that one of the uh, rooms for improvement could be uh, ways to build capacity at the gra- grassroots level. And, and when I say build capacity, that could be just adding to the current capacity that's there now because many of our communities – uh, a lot of times they're relatively silent and they just they just uh, support each other and they're small groups and they're and if they're interested in one or two particular cultural activities they concentrate on that and 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 the like and it's uh, and and basically what it kind of comes down to is uh, is just building on our strengths and supporting uh, supporting where uh, the grassroots people want to be supported. Now, what about? Uh, of course, many of those grassroots people are going to be non-status people because you know they, as we know from uh, the way things have unfolded, they might be part of the same family, but some have cards and some don't. So, is there some way uh, for Halibu to have a relationship with those non-status people also in um, in communities where uh, you know there's going to be a blend of uh, of uh, status and non-status people? Well, I, I guess at this point in time, uh, the only thing that uh, you need to demonstrate that you're uh, a Halibu member is for like uh, an AGA or a council meeting. Everything else is open to uh, uh, open to really the general public. Maybe that will need to change. Maybe it won't. Uh, but at this point in time, uh, like we don't uh, we don't ask to see your status card when you're entering into uh, into a cultural teaching. 
uh, mugs I'm making or, or snowshoe making or one, uh, those types of things. Uh, and, and I'm hoping that, uh, that, uh, that we can continue that. It's definitely my intention to continue that, uh, very inclusive, uh, piece because, you know, even though it may be, uh, you know, one person's a member and, and another is not, we're all kind of part of, of many of these small communities and we need to, we need to support each other and, and, and not head down the road as, you know, someone one time said, reverse racism rather than, uh, you know, now, Frank, you're you're running again in uh, in in Glenwood uh, Ward. Uh, are you? Uh, do you have an opponent at this time? Uh, not for me to know, but uh, but you always uh, you always plan for uh, for a, a vigorous uh, opposition. So uh, so uh, we'll see how that uh, works out. I guess. Yes. Now, uh, of course, uh, people have also been speculating about who might run for for chief. Uh, we have um, well, we we think we have two candidates. Uh, at the moment, but uh, how about yourself now? Have you given any thought to running for chief uh, in 2018 or in a in a future term? Well, uh, I'm uh, you know being in uh, in politics, you never say never. Uh, but uh, but at this point in time, uh, my political uh, plan is to uh, is to continue representing the the members uh, in the Glenwood Ward. Very good, Frank. Well, thank you very much for uh, for sharing your thoughts, and um, I guess uh, see you on the campaign trail very soon. Well, thanks, Glenn. Uh, always a pleasure. Halibut Ward Councillor Frank Skeard. That's it for the show. Allison Baker is the technical producer of Mi'kmaq Matters. Celebration time used with the permission of Mi'kmaq artist Marcus Goss. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Listen to Mi'kmaq Matters on Bay of Islas Radio. Tune in on The Voice of Bombay in Rocky Harbor and Norris Point. And in St. John's, catch us on CHMR. I'm Glenn Wheeler. Till next time.